So, I'm going to start this off by saying my thoughts, my prayers, my condolences, my just my entire heart goes out to the families <clears throat> of John, Carrie, and Alyssa Altobelli. Christina Mauser, Sarah and Peyton Chester, Ara Zabanya, and of course Kobe and Kobe and his daughter Gigi. Um. I tried to give it a day. I tried to just let it run its course. I tried to just let it, um, I guess I tried to trick myself into thinking that it didn't happen. But um, I knew I had to do something. I knew I had to say something. Um, it was kind of weird doing something like this when you don't know personally uh, the people who passed. But um, I just... I just want to share with y'all the range of emotions that I felt and say what you will. Um, To some, it may seem silly to feel the way that I'm about to describe about somebody I never met who doesn't know me, who wouldn't recognize me, wouldn't come up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but to me, it was as, as a basketball fan, right? Played basketball my whole life. Um, obviously not professionally, right? Obviously not in college, uh, high school, um, middle school, um, started playing, in 91, summer of 91, because that's the first time I sat down with my dad to watch a game of basketball, and it was Jordan and the Bulls playing Magic and the Lakers in the 91 NBA Finals, and it was my first time actually seeing Jordan play, and I just fell in love with the game. Um... And I've been hooked on the NBA since. Basketball cards, you name it. I just, anything I can do. Um, bought me a basketball with my paper route money. And I was out in the Muma, Arizona summers. Thousand degrees on them courts. No shade. Balling. Trying to do what Jordan did. The whole switch hand layup that he did in game two of that finals. 
and every every year, every new season, I was just like, this game is beautiful. It is a beautiful game. Jordan is probably the greatest player, my most respected. Like, I, I see him as the greatest player ever in the game. And no matter what anybody else does, to me, it's just him. With that being said, Kobe is by far my favorite player ever. Um... And it just hits different because with Jordan, I didn't see his whole career, right? I just started following him or noticing him when he hit full stride, winning the first of what was then three consecutive championships. They were a force to be reckoned with. And and like I said, greatest player. Kobe, I actually was able to witness his whole career from start to finish. 20 years, um, two decades of following this man who played for my team or the team I follow, the Lakers. Um, And it was amazing because I felt like our team finally had a Jordan. You know, like, you're sitting there watching the Bulls and you're just jealous because they had a star that nobody could stop, a competitor that 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 just battled and just would not let his team lose. And to see that on our team, it was just, it was something like I, of all the teams that I root for, it was just like we finally got one. We 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 have not Jordan, but damn near the closest thing to it. Um, and then to to see him grow from a rookie, um, cocky kid to uh, to what he was when he left the game. Uh. uh spokesman for the game, ruthless competitor, had the 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 reputation of of not being a great teammate because he demands so much. He 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 pushes you so hard in practice. He he calls you out. He he doesn't take bullshit. He points out your bullshit. Makes you take accountability for your mistakes and and your oh my god. Like that dog, that that type of dog that you would want on your team and you know he got us to championships he he had his ups and downs he's a young dude straight out of high school comes into the league gets some money you know gets caught up um you know his his infidelity gets put on blast in front of the world and you know his wife stands by him People give him shit for that. People give him shit saying he's a rapist and an adulterer and like they just find ways to hate him. Like you may not like the dude, but you know, 
His wife gave him a second chance. His daughters love him. Four four girls and he goes on to do so much. And I don't know, like because of that, like he was just he was like bigger than life to me, right? And you you look at the the old heads in the NBA, right? You got your uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's, your Bill Russell's, uh, Walt Frazier's, uh, you know, to a lesser extent, Jordan's, your Drexler's, your Hakeem Olajuwon's, Patrick Ewing's, and Anthony Mason's, and David Robinson's, and you know what I'm saying? Like, you have all those guys that, that have been pioneers of Jerry West. You know, all these guys... Whose, whose generation is, is past and who are in the uh, Hall of Fame and and they're still here and Kobe's not. And like in my mind, I'm, I'm looking at it like um, if Kareem would have passed or Bill Russell would have passed, it would have been sad. It would have you know, a moment to, to reflect on what he brought to the game. And, but I mean, when you're up there in age, I mean, it's one of those things where people expect it. Like it's, it's expected of, of you, which is to some people might be fucked up to hear, but to be 42, 41, and and pass um <laughs> he has so much life ahead of him you know um he retired um i was looking forward to see what the part 2 of his life was and um <laughs> uh, it's Uh, so anyway, um, that day, um, I was out with the family. We're at the Children's Museum here in Phoenix and phone is in my pocket. It is, it is not on do not disturb, but vibration is like, I'm like, I'm not messing with my phone. I'm just going to enjoy the moment being here with, with the kids and, and, and my wife and, just enjoy this day. Weather was nice, and I get a message from my friend. Um, I guess he he sent me the the TMZ link, and you know he's like, "Yeah, I don't know if you've seen this. It might be a hoax, but I think Kobe's dead." And. Like, I didn't see it when he sent it. I just looked at, he's like 30 minutes later, because of the timestamp, I noticed it. Um, he he was like, oh yeah, it's true. Sorry, guy, or sorry, bro. And disbelief, right? Just disbelief. Um, of course, I got to fact check it. I, I got, because TMZ... 
I know they be breaking stories and stuff, but I don't believe this. Like, how? Like, I just saw him at the game last night congratulating LeBron on passing him on the scoring list. How? Like, I I just seen the dude. Like, he can't go. Like, there's no way. Like, stop. Like, this is the worst thing you can do. The worst thing you can send to me. And, you know, of course, then it starts rolling through. Everybody starts sharing it. Everybody is just all the timeline. So I just get off Facebook, right? I just get off. I, I, you know, I get the notification from ESPN and I'm ignoring it because you just go into that mode where you're like, like, if I don't see it, it's not real. You know, um, this is not happening. This can't be happening. Not him. Um, I just saw him on TV last night. And the thing I wanted to point out with that is news like that. I don't think that's stuff that you should just be sending out. You know what I'm saying? Like news like that. People will find out eventually. I don't need the bulge bomb um, of sad news like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm out with my family. I'm at a museum. I'm chilling. I'm I'm having a good time. And then people feel the need to just fast forward sad, depressing ass news like that to me. And I don't understand why that's people's first reaction is to be like, instead of taking the time to, to comprehend and, and, and let whatever happened just soak in. Everybody wants to be the first to let everybody else know about shit. And that just broke my heart yesterday, man. Like people were just so fast to try to just send out updates and news and and all this other stuff. Like just sit the fuck down and fucking just take in what's happening. Like somebody lost their life, but everybody is trying to break news. Not not the reporters, because of course they're trying to do whatever the fuck they got to do. To, to break a story and be known and, and get their recognition to be like, I broke this story. I'm talking about regular ass people like on my friends list. Like, like it's, I understand. Like people know that I'm a Lakers fan. I am a Lakers fan. And like people are just texting me, messaging me with the same link that the first person sent me and I'm just like quit like it's obvious I know like I have the same apps you got I got the same we have like a hundred whatever mutual friends like if you see it on their shit obviously I see it I don't need to be bombarded with sad ass news like let people find out shit like that like if it's not a family member immediate family member I don't have to get the Amber Alert on on sad-ass news like this, man. I don't have to get that shit. But, um, so yeah, so all that's going on, and I'm just in disbelief. 
and people are just whatever story comes out, boom, sharing it, right? Rick Fox died. Oh God, you know, and then boom, update. Rick Fox was on the plane. Boom, reshare that shit. Boom, his daughter died. Boom, RP Kobe and his daughter. Boom, nine more people. Boom. Oh, it's his whole family was on the help. Like people were just so quick on spreading bullshit and sad bullshit at that. Nobody just sat back and just let the story, let the facts come out and let people just digest it on their own time. People were force feeding me this sad ass story on a day where I'm trying to be with my family. And when it fully came out that there were children on this helicopter and the parents of these children were on the helicopter and um, that, that hurts, man. Like, um, yeah, people posted RIP this and that and stuff, but I, I just felt like it was just so heartless how people were just, just throwing stories. Like they would just not fact check anything. They're just, they just want to be the first ones in their circle to share some shit so they can be like, I broke the story in my circle. And that shit just pissed me off, man. Like, I love y'all, <laughs> but y'all was on some fucked up shit that Sunday with all that shit. And I mean that in the nicest way, but there are just some things like you just let people find the fuck out on their own. You know, so I'm, I'm instantly in... <laughs> damn near shock in this children's museum. Um, and, you know, uh, tell my wife and, you know, she's like, what? I can't believe that hurt his daughter and all that stuff. And then the kids come back from wherever they were playing at and we're putting their shoes back on. And like my daughter's just like, hey, guys, guess what? Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash. I just looked at her. I was like, what are you doing? Like the, the, the instinct for people to be like, I need to be the first to tell somebody or they, they just need to know, like nobody needs to know stuff like, especially like I look at my kids, none of them follow basketball. Like I do, none of them really have an attachment to, to Kobe Bryant. Like I do. Um, and I say that in this weird, because I'm such a diehard fan and I've been following him his whole career. Um, Cause their reaction was like, what for real? Like no cap, you know, like teenager shit. And I'm looking at my wife, like, why would you do that? Like they're here playing. Like nobody wants to hear about death and stuff right now. Like it's not, I'm sure they're going to find out sooner or later. We don't have to be the ones to do that to them right now. And she's looking at me like, why not? You know? So I was mad at her. If I want to be honest, like, you know, they come back from playing, they smiling, they putting their shoes on. Hey guys, Kobe Bryant died. Like, why? Why are you being like the people on Facebook? Why are you... Like, people are just... I don't know. It was just... 
it was just sad. It was just a sad display of of from both professional reporters and and people on Facebook just trying to be the first to repost something that ESPN posted and everybody else got it cuz billions of followers on ESPN but you know sure repost it and then our mutual friend will repost it and then so I'm seeing it all over the timeline but as a fan of of this man um it hurt but as a parent of a 13-year-old daughter who loves sports um who I've seen grow from a baby into the the young woman she is now and I see clips and pictures of Kobe and his daughter, his second daughter, um, and the moments they had, and how she was just on his hip the whole time. Like he would go to the game, she would go to the game. Like it's not a full family thing. It's Kobe going, and Gianna going, and it was. It just, I just saw me and Novelin, my daughter. And the fact that he, oh my God, the fact that he and his daughter are now gone along with the other families on what was for their way of life, nothing more than a carpool, right? They've done it numerous times to go to travel games for their 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 Mamba basketball team. Get in a helicopter, we'll fly over there. You know what I'm saying? Um, beat traffic, whatever. Um, it's no different than you know me having a, a van and yo, know, hey, you guys can just ride with me, get in, and we'll head over there. You know, something as routine as that, and then now. They're gone. You know, it's like... I... I just think about... His family. And how his wife and his his three other daughters... He has a seven-month-old daughter. You know what it's going to be like for her? How she, at seven months, there's no way you remember you have any memories with your father or your big sister. And the only way she'll know him now is through videos, pictures, stories. She will have zero memories with her father. She will have zero memories of her older sister. And this is the stuff that was hitting me when people are texting me links about this helicopter crash. And 
it just wasn't sitting right with me, man. And I mean, I feel this way. And I feel like I had to try to justify why I feel this way. And I really don't. Because, I mean, I get to work and coworkers are talking and a couple people were talking about the different ways they process it. Like, you know, everybody dies, you know, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, that's true. Um, you know, people kind of do overdo celebrity deaths. Um, with the, you know, hey, remember to to live life to the fullest, tomorrow's never promised, you know, the cliche things everybody wants to say and wants to post and everybody gets all deep and but another one was just like uh her brother's boyfriend is a big basketball fan and they got home and the dude is in tears and she's just like does he know you? Do you know him? Has he ever done anything for you? Then why the fuck are you crying like that? And it's just like, how the fuck can you tell somebody how they're supposed to grieve? How they're supposed to process death on any level? Like, everybody is not the same. People have different ways of processing news, processing information, dealing with that. And, like, it's just one of the things, like, anger just wanted to come out. Like, I just wanted to be like, yo, just, why couldn't this man be upset? You know what I'm saying? Why couldn't this man be upset? Why can't he be in tears? Like, why can't he just think about his heart just just hurt for the families of everybody involved? You know, the now single father of two kids because their wife, his wife, their mother was on this helicopter that crashed. Their whole life has changed, man. While you coming back from the store with your boyfriend, everything's fine. This man is sad and you're giving him shit because he's sad. How do, how dare you? How dare anybody try to tell somebody how they're supposed to mourn? And then I read today um, an army general in charge of their ROTC tweeted. Again, it's, it's, I guess, kind of depending on how you interpret his tweet. I woke up this morning with everybody mourning a basketball player. I think I'll use my energy to mourn, you know, the specialist that died over in Syria, which in all respect... People should feel sad and some some hurt that this young man gave his life and now his family's back here in the States. Uh, a son died, possible brother, possible husband, uncle, cousin, you know, he died over there. But in to try to shame everybody else for feeling some type of way for Kobe Bryant, like, why is it people can't mourn both? You know, why does everybody have to pick one person to mourn? And I get it. I get it. Service members who die overseas, they kind of get overshadowed or they don't get 
um, recognized back here in the States, unless it's like a local obituary in their hometown or unless it's in a, in a, you know, heroic or, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's not readily every day because in reality, if that was the case, man, news would just be so like every day you would turn on the news and they would just be reporting a service member just giving their life for their country. Several, numerous, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he caught some slack. And I mean, it's one of those things where you can look at it either way. Um, you know, I'm not too concerned with him. Um, Cause like I told you guys this year, I'm trying to be on another level when it comes to what I dedicate my energy to. And I'm looking in these comments, people, um, with their tributes to Kobe and their RIPs and rest in heavens and all this other stuff. And I mean, that's just how they're, they're processing it. That's how they, they want to pay respects. That's how they want to, um, mourn and they can do so. Um, but these comments like, why is everybody, you know, crying over a, a, an adulterer and a rapist and this and that, like I've seen so many of those and, my heart hurts. And then the other one is why is everybody feeling bad for Vanessa and the other kids? Like they're set for life. They got this money. Like you don't fucking think that she would give this money back. All the things that they, you don't think that she would give all that back to get her child and her husband back. You don't think these kids would trade all that back for their father and their sister back. You don't think they would do that. Like, you think they laid down last night and was like, oh, well, we rich. We we going to make it. Like, people were so fucked up today, man. Like, yesterday just made me think that I just need to take a break from social media, man. That's why I haven't been posting anything. That's why I haven't been really. And I think that's why people were just sending shit to me because they know how big of a fan of this guy I am. And like they're looking on Facebook like Willie hasn't said anything about it. Hey, have you seen this? Like it's five, six o'clock at night. But I got a text this morning. Granted, this person is, you know, on the other side of the earth and shit, but Hey, have you seen this? Like, are you serious, my guy? Like, I can't, I can't do it. Like, I can't, I can't do it. And it's, it's, it's the fan in me of this guy. Like, it's the, the, the part that's trying to rationalize it. Like, he's two years older than me. He's not here no more. You know what I'm saying? Like, he is... He's gone. But the part of me that that gets emotional about it 
it's the parent in me, right? And then there was somebody on my timeline who was just like, yo, can you imagine his last seconds, like, in the airplane knowing it's going to crash, looking at his daughter knowing that he can't save her life, like, what was going, like, how, who was, who was thinking these thoughts, who was thinking these thoughts and wanting to put them on, on social media for people to see this, like, that is the most foulest shit to try to be, like, imagine how helpless he felt as the helicopter was like, yo, what the fuck are y'all doing? Yo, this is this is the stuff I was seeing yesterday. And I'm just processing this shit. Like I'm I'm hanging with my kids. I'm making the most of the day with them before work starts. And I'm like I I got to put this phone like this is ridiculous. Like in my mind I'm just like why aren't people handling this? Are taking this as hard as I am I don't know man Like I never had A famous person pass In my lifetime And I just sat back and Fully understood The, the gravity of the situation Like I always just looked at it From my point of view You know like Michael Jackson dies I'm just like, oh man, that that's crazy. Like who, you know, he's 50 something. Um he really wasn't putting new music out. Um he still has his old music out there. And that's the thing, like you can go back and listen to old Michael Jackson and be like, "Oh man, this like he gave us all this great stuff." <laughs> like Kobe, he's <laughs> all you, all you can do is like just let me see some of his highlights. Like, it's not like you can just pop in a fucking CD and just let this thing roll with all Kobe, you know. Whitney Houston died. I know my mom was a fan, but it, I never was like really bumping Whitney, you know. I just. This one just hit different, man. I'm trying to think of a celebrity that passed. Like, Nipsey passed. I was, you know, I was hurt a little bit. Um, just based on, like, like, this whole gang thing that he was in. Like, how people don't care. Like, he was doing positive things in his community. But somebody's like, you just got to go just because you're on the wrong side of, of, of this gang thing. You know? But I sit in and I look at what happened on Sunday and it's like there are children missing parents. There are siblings missing their siblings. There are cousins missing cousins. There are nieces and nephews missing uncles and nieces and or aunts and Players missing teammates and players missing their coaches and I can't imagine because I'll tell a quick story real quick. Um, 2003 we deployed to Baghdad and 
we're convoying our equipment from Kuwait to Baghdad. It's a two-day convoy. The second day of the convoy, uh, the convoy is comes under fire. Uh, we lose an individual. Um, it's about three or four days before we actually get a chance to call home. So I finally call home. My wife picks up the phone. She hears my voice. And she just breaks down. Like, it was the saddest cry. But also, like, I can hear that it was tears of joy. And... I'm on the other line like baby what's wrong what's wrong she was like I thought you were dead and in my mind I'm like what like why would you think that she told me that three days ago the squadron back in the states you know let all the spouses know hey they're convoy came under attack and you know there was a casualty but they did not tell who it was until the next of kin was notified but they want to tell all the spouses and independents back home that there was a casualty so now everybody's on pins and needles so for three days like my wife and like at the time it was just my oldest who was I want to say one at the time just turned one that February we left that March and for three days like she didn't know if it's it's me and it's just me and my son like she didn't know she would have had to tell him that daddy ain't coming home and like I can't imagine what those three days were like for her because like for us we're over there we're putting up tents and you know we're working we're jobbing it waiting for a phone <laughs> to to get connected or, or something so we could call back and When I heard my wife cry, and I was like, baby, what is wrong? Like, I'm right here. Nothing's happening. She was like, they told us on Tuesday or whatever day it was that there was a casualty, but they wouldn't tell us who it is. And this is the first time I'm hearing from you. Like, there was no updates. There was not, hey, it's not yours. It's not yours. It's not your husband is not your wife. Like my voice, just my hello, have brought so much joy to her. And at that point, I was like, I can't, I can never not be here for my family, man. Like, it was just her and my son. Now I got, you know, part of your five now, man. And I, and I just, that small moment, you know what I'm saying? That's what makes it so real for me is 
because I've experienced that moment, that, that small bit of fear that my wife experienced and she shared with me, like that's Vanessa and the kids now. And then my son would have been one. Like what real memories would he have had of his dad if I had, if I had passed? And he has a seven-month-old. Sorry for sniffling all on this microphone, man. But I mean, even even today, like it is just so hard to just because every time I see a picture of him and his daughter and his family, and I see the picture of the the kids and the children and and the, everybody who was involved, I'm just like. Such a big hole just popped into their lives. And they got to push through, man. Like, and then today somebody sent me a a link. Talk about audio from a helicopter in Los Angeles. I'm like, yo, is this the, the audio from Kobe's plane? Like, if it is, I don't want to, I don't want to see this stuff. People sending me links to the video of, of the crash. Like, I don't want to see none of that stuff. I don't want to see any updates. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to hear about no investigation on why the plane crashed or the helicopter crashed. I don't want to see none of that shit because it's not going to change the fact that there are people without parents, people without their children, people without family. And I don't know why people are just so bent on further in sending that information out to people, man. Just stop. Stop it. God. I mean, if you wanna if you wanna delve into that, cool. Don't send it my way. Just don't. Like it's not gonna change shit. It's not gonna change shit, man. Tributes being done. Throughout the NBA, games will start. One team will take a an eight second violation, and another team will take a twenty four second shot clock violation in honor of his jersey numbers. That shit, that shit, had me in tears, man. Seeing the emotion on the players, like the younger players coming up, because coming up they're looking at Kobe. Kobe was their Jordan. And he's gone, you know, tears in their eyes. You know the thing that got me the most? Like, they had a video of LeBron getting off the team plane. And he was just, you could tell he was just emotionally exhausted. Like, he was, I don't know who that was he was hugging, but, I mean, you could just feel like he's, that person was holding him up. The biggest LeBron is. The impact that he had on all these people. You know, I just... I just had to do... I had to to say something. I had to speak. Because I couldn't just hold this in. I couldn't hold this in. My heart hurts. And... 
like people notice today. Um, it. <laughs> I wish. I wish I could do something. Anytime. I don't know I just I just thought I'd share my feelings man I just thought I would just share how I felt About the situation Um, I'm not pissed at anybody Again I'm just In my feelings Um, Just explaining My thought process and, And why my emotions are The way they are And why I haven't been on on Facebook and and Instagram and all that stuff. So, um, not like y'all be checking for me anyway. But this is kind of like me saying I know about it. I don't want to hear anything else about it. Um, I'm sure anytime I try to watch any NBA game this season, I'm gonna be reminded of it somehow. And uh, I don't want to be all corny and try to leave a message for Kobe in case he's listening or anything like that. I don't want to hit you guys with the cliche, hug your kids, hold them tight, all that stuff. Because y'all should be doing that every day anyway. It shouldn't have to take somebody dying for you to realize you have to love the people around you. I do just want to say, let people mourn how they mourn. Let people react how they want to react. Just because they're a little bit more emotional than you doesn't make them stupid. And if they're a little less emotional than you, it doesn't mean they're cold-hearted. Everybody has a reason for how they react. Just respect people's feelings, man. I'll just leave it at that. Um, But I do want to say, again, just reiterate. To all those that were affected. By that terrible tragedy on Sunday. My condolences, my... My prayers and I really wish I really wish there was something that I can do. Well, it's like I haven't felt like this since my granddad passed. And that's family. Like I thought that was the lowest of the low for me. But um This is a close second for a person that I never even met. And it's all from the parent aspect, man. Like the fan in me hurts too. Because I was excited to see what he was going to do with the second part of his life. Second half. First half of his life is gone. That 20-year career in the NBA. Now he has more time with his family. 
and can be more involved in his children's life and bam, he's gone. It's one of them things where you just want to ask God like, yo, what, <laughs> what's up? <laughs> what's up? Why? You all take care and respect one another. Y'all take it easy.